Welcome, everybody, to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Please come in after your post-Thanksgiving hangover. We are here to help you with the Week 13 preview. I am your host, Bryant Cold Turkey Corrigan, joined by Andrew Hot Dish Dobes and Brendan Pass the Gravy Pika. I think I, I this is a tough one, but I think I got it. <laughs> it's, it's a thinker. It's a tough one? Yeah, I, I will I don't know, say. It sounds Thanksgiving theme to me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I will <laughs> say the hot dish might be confusing because it's only Midwest people who say hot dish. That's true. That's Everyone true. else says casserole. Ugh, yeah, it's, I don't know. What a weird it's just word. Wrong. You know, it, hot dish just makes sense because you put it in a hot <laughs> it's a dish. Hot, it's a hot dish. Yeah. It's a hot dish of, you know, potpourri. Or whatever. What the? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, just, I watched Jeopardy earlier today. Oh so. man, that's a strange thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today we're going to do our Week 13 preview. This is our first podcast after Thanksgiving. So, Andrew, I thought it'd be fun if we listed off some player slash Thanksgiving food comparisons. Mm-hmm. So, I think we each have three. Yeah. Uh, I'll start. Christian McCaffrey is the human equivalent of stuffing. Everybody expected it to be really, really good. You know that everybody. Th- had a pretty high opinion on stuffing, stuffing. before the meal. And yeah. once you once you're eating it, you're thinking, "Oh my god, this is even better than I thought." Christian McCaffrey, dude, that was great. Thank I you. got. Uh, let's start out with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I got him at, at cranberries. It's related to cranberries because <laughs> Here, here's the thing: you either love them or hate them. Same thing for cranberries. Mm-hmm. If I ask you if you like cranberries, no one says, "Eh." You know, I'm indifferent. Either love cranberries or hate them. Personally, hate cranberries. They're disgusting. I don't get it. People put on everything. Uh, yeah, there's no in between. Same thing for Odo Beckham. You either love them or hate them. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Jones is green bean casserole. It is so Hot hit dish. or miss. It could be great or it could be terrible, depending on the situation around it. Uh, that's Aaron Jones, man. Sometimes he's amazing. Sometimes he is terrible. There you go. He is green bean casserole. I'm going to stick with that casserole category. You know, when like a relative, maybe an aunt or like a grandma makes, they just make that just gross casserole every year. And then you just feel guilty because you're like, I'll try it. That's related to Josh Gordon. You try it every year and it just always (laughs) ends up leaving a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, that's a good one. This last one's my favorite. DJ Chark is Thanksgiving mac and cheese. What are you doing here? <laughs> you were not there at the first Thanksgiving, and you don't really seem to fit, but we're all happy you're here. <laughs> there you go. That's it's a welcome cool. addition. DJ Chark is sixth overall wide receiver in fantasy football. Oh don't know how you fit in, but damn, I'm happy you're here. Yeah. Uh, my last one, I got Josh Rosen is a Jello salad. What are you? Why are you here? You Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. Oh, I, you just don't belong here, man. To just go to a different holiday. Just Jello just salad. Wrong, what? What is that? He's just happy to be brought up again. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that was actually more fun than I expected. That was a good one. Uh, after that, you know, I think we can just jump right it's into the preview. from here. All downhill from here. That's actually our motto for the mm-hmm. Barry Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. And my life. And your life. The first game we are jumping into is my least favorite team in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans oh, taking oh. on the Indianapolis Colts. 
starting with the Titans side of the ball. This has been a completely different team since Tannehill took over. They show sparks of life. They're dynamic and gosh, darn it. They're frightening. Um, Derek Henry is the workhorse for this team. Got it done last week in a huge way. And as long as this offense really runs through him, you know, they get stuff done. You know, he is able to grind down the other team until they lose all hope. So Derek Henry, you're not thinking about it. You're starting him. Even though this Colts defense is good, uh, their rush defense is seventh best in the NFL and their passing defense is 16th best. Uh, You know, they have so many weapons. Derek Henry locked and loaded. And I think Tannehill is a pretty sneaky start this week. Yeah. I like Tannehill a lot. Uh, two rushing touchdowns last week. That was pretty insane. Not, he's definitely not going to get as many points as he did last week. Um, I don't think, but I think it's good to stream option. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Josh Allen. You know, he, yeah. he is <laughs> versatile. He, he can run, and he's a good runner. You know, he used to be a wide receiver in college. Um, so he is a dynamic player, both throwing and rushing. So I think he does have a higher floor than people would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think he can end up anywhere between quarterback 8 through quarterback 12. And um, with that rushing upside, you know, he really does have a lot more, like I said, of a floor. And I think yeah. more of a ceiling because of it. As far as receiving options, there's nobody I'm particularly excited about. No. Corey Davis, I'd much rather not. Nope. AJ Brown, eh, no thank you. Had a thank good you. week, but too inconsistent. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's Russian roulette, and yeah. you don't even have a bullet. Mm-hmm. It's just, ugh, just misfire time after time. Um, so if you're feeling dangerous, if I had to choose one, it would be AJ Brown. AJ Brown. But, yeah, once again, I would yeah, not be so. all that excited for that. No. Over to the Colts side of the ball. I'm excited to see what they can do. You know, it was a it was a pretty tough loss. Um, you know, the last game they had, they had a formula that they wanted to follow, and they just didn't change it when they should have. You know, they really did focus on the run, even when they were behind to to the Texans mm-hmm. last week. So, kind of confused as to what that was, but you know, they do have a system. You know, they're a good team. They're solid all the way around. They don't really have a elite player. But they're just good all the way around. So Brissett, you know, he's a fine stream. You know, I think he can get two touches or two touchdowns um, and be relatively effective as a passer. Uh, but as far as his his options, Jonathan Williams, I think, is the biggest I'm question mark. So um, excited for him this week. Marlon Mack is still out with his hand injury. Andrew, break down why Marlon Mack is your boy. <laughs> Not Marlon Mack. Jonathan <laughs> Williams is your boy. Well, it's it's just the opportunity. So Max out again. If we look last game, you said they had a system and they stuck with it. Uh, that just leads me to believe that they're going to do the same thing again. He got 26 carries last week. 26 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. I when you have 26 carries, you're going to put up some numbers, unless if your name is Kalen um, Balage. Oh, <laughs> you know, dang! Won't do that. Uh, Titans defense is pretty good though. They're the 12th best rushing defense in the league. But I think they're pretty exploitable. So uh, I, I could see, you know, 50-plus yards and a touchdown for Jonathan Williams this week. Yeah, and the Colts have a fantastic O-line. So if you picked up Jonathan Williams, I think you're starting him. Um, yeah, as far as receiving options, Jack Doyle, I'd be tempted to start. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, the Titans are a pretty solid defense. Uh, but Doyle's the only show in town. Um, Ebron is out with injury. And Mo Ali Cox is the other tight end on the team. And he's a fearsome human being. He's a gigantic person. Uh, but I think Jack Doyle will absorb most of those uh, targets. Yeah. Um, T.Y. Hilton really let you down last week, just like the ball. 
So, you know, I'd be starting him. You know, he is just that dynamic player. And I think I'm going to attribute those drops last week to the injury and shaking off the rust. So T.Y. Mm-hmm. Hilton, I'm starting. You know, maybe I'm expecting a little bit less than normal. So I'd fire him up as a wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. And we all know what his upside is. You know, he's a yeah. he's a boom player. So he can easily end up with over 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, I talked about how the Titans rushing defense, the 12th best. They're not so good against the pass. They're the 24th best passing defense. So I, I can see some solid numbers from T.Y. Hilton and especially Jack Doyle. I really like him as a stream option this week. Uh, do you have um, any? Oh, go ahead. I actually have some news. So it was actually oh, announced earlier today that T.Y. Hilton will be out Ooh. for the game. Oh, well, that so, is disappointing with, to hear. That's unfortunate. Um, it looks like he is uh, has a calf injury. So. Yikes. Man, uh, so with that news breaking in, are you at all tempted by Zach Pascal? Um, last time I was tempted by Zach Pascal, he let me down. So I'm basing this off emotion and saying no. <laughs> okay, Jack yeah, Doyle. I mean that's that's valid. No, Just I, Jack with uh, Hilton being out, you know they will go run heavy. Um, you know it's easier to control oh, it that way. But yeah, Doyle would be the only receiving option I'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, these two teams, even with Hilton being out, I just hate Don't the Titans so much. Give me the Colts. You know I'm going the Titans, man. I just hate you. You I know I'm going you, right hand. God. All right. So go ahead, uh, take the Titans, Brendan. Out. Going... <laughs> take them. <laughs> I love it. I am going Titans this week. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think there it is. I uh, I like what I've been seeing from the Titans, and I, mm-hmm. uh, with the Colts injuries, I don't think they're going to be able to uh, to win this one. In also, my head, you know. I have the SpongeBob meme when Brendan was talking. <laughs> also, <laughs> get the Colts lose to the Dolphins. I'll take it. Hey, how about you shut That's up? All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Colts, Colts lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, the Titans so. are the Titans. Anyway, Titans moving on, we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Baltimore Ravens, game of which the might be the lowest scoring game of the week, but Could also be. the most exciting. You know, this is a two Titans of the NFL facing off. Let's start with the 49ers. So Matt Burita, Debo Samuel, and Emmanuel Sanders have been limited in practice, but they're all expected to play this week. Um, this is going to be really interesting. You know, I do think this 49ers team as a whole is really going to struggle against the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, I I think on defense, they're elite. But on offense, I just don't know how anybody can keep up with them. You know, we saw it against the Rams last week. The Rams have a really solid defense. They have Darnold. They have Ramsey. And they had no answer for Lamar Jackson. I mean, it looked like a high school defense out there. Yeah. So the 49ers have been fantastic up until this point. I don't see how they can keep up with Jackson. And I'm afraid the 49ers can't play catch up the way that the Ravens could if they were to fall early I on. I agree. Um, so Jimmy G, I'm fading. I don't think he's a stream at all. It'll be a bad week this week for him. Honestly, the only person on this team I'd be tempted to play even a little bit would be Tevin Coleman. And that's yeah. purely because of the O-line and a potential opportunity by the uh, by the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ravens rushing defense is third best in the NFL. Uh, passing is 17th best, but I think they're a little bit better than their numbers show. Yeah, they're going up. This is the overall throughout the season. So once they got Marcus Peters, it boosted their value even higher. 
Yeah, and this team has their mojo. I mean, this is a team that is firing on all cylinders, and they've got the swagger. So, you know, I I really like the Ravens in this one. Uh, I'm worried for the 49ers. Yep. I, George Kittle, you're starting just because you have to. It's you George to. Kittle. Mm-hmm. But other than Coleman and Kittle, is there anybody on here that tickles your fancy? Um, I Maparita is tempting, but coming off no. an injury against the third best rushing defense yeah. is just not the matchup that I like as the number um, two running back. In addition yeah. to that, so I I don't like that. I agree with that. Coleman should be really the only option. Um, just because I, I I don't expect him to get many yards, but I you know I I could see a chance where he can get a touchdown, goal line. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, and over on, on the Raven side of the ball, the. Probably the only matchup worse than the Ravens is the 49ers. Uh, this Niners defense is, their rushing defense is 19th best. I think they're better than that. Uh, but mm-hmm. their passing defense is ranked number one in the NFL. So frightening matchup on that end, but I think Lamar Jackson can beat it. You know, we've we said it, we say it week after week. He's a human cheat code. You're starting Lamar Jackson with absolute confidence. Oh, yeah. But once again, you're in this weird zone with his options you know jackson's gonna get his numbers and other than running you just don't know who he's gonna throw to you don't know who's gonna get that value so mark ingram you're starting same reason as tevin coleman you know you're not expecting a whole lot of yards uh, but he gets the opportunity when you're by the goal line Mm -hmm. uh mark andrews you're starting not a great matchup but there's not a whole lot of other tight ends that i would start over Andrews just because he's involved and he's a talented player. Yeah, I agree. Kind of let you down last week, but you know, who knows what's going to happen against the number one best passing defense in the league. Yeah. And when Lamar Jackson's your quarterback, weirder things can happen. Uh, Yeah. Anything's possible. Uh, Any interest in Marquise Brown? No, no. He's coming off a really good game, you know, two TDs, 40 yards, but Rich Sherman's matched up against him. And, you know, I like to make fun of Richard Sherman, but he's still, very good. He's still a very good corner. I Brown's been inconsistent, uh, so I, I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, no, I am with you there. Uh, really, on this Ravens side, all I'm interested in is Jackson a lot, yep. uh, <laughs> a Andrews lot a middle, and Ingram because you have to. Yep. Uh, it'll be a tough matchup, uh, and I'm obviously most confident in Jackson. But, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. to see how this – goes down these are two incredible defenses and you know a pretty fine offense and a just dominant offense so it'll be an interesting duel my vote is for the ravens i gotta go ravens people people uh predicted this to be the super bowl so you know we'll see what happens i don't think so i don't think the 49ers are gonna make super bowl but yeah a lot of people projected 49ers ravens super bowl so maybe a good little sneak peek yeah, uh, Packer Ravens Super Bowl is something I look forward to. No. Um, next up, we <laughs> no have way. the New York Jets taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. If the Bengals are to win a game this season, yeah. I think it is this one right here. Whoa. I'm not predicting it, but okay. <laughs> if they okay. were to win, okay. I, I think it could be this like, one. This is going to get crazy. Um, yeah, let's start with the Jets side of the ball. Yeah. This team is hard to predict they have a lot of good weapons they are very up and down uh, i think darnold is a great play this week the cincinnati yep. defense is terrible and darnold has proven to be pretty decent against really bad defenses mm-hmm. um 
Robbie Anderson should be able to thrive this week. Once again, this Bengals defense is a nightmare. Uh, and they're a nightmare on the ground and through the air. So I think Crowder is a wide receiver three. Robbie Anderson is that Hail Mary wide receiver three. Ryan Griffin, you know, the tight end for the Jets. I think he is, he's coming off of a couple of really good games. He's involved, not the most uh, attractive fantasy option, but he's Mr. Reliable. So I think he's a back end tight end one stream this week. You know, if he gets 30 yards and a touchdown, I can see that happening. And in this tight end environment, that's a top 10 tight end. Mm -hmm. That's a top six tight end. So I would happily take that. Uh, and Le'Veon Bell, you know, he hasn't been the breakout star you were hoping for, uh, but, you know, you're starting him against this nightmare of a defense, mm-hmm. uh, nightmare for Bengals fans. Is there anybody I missed? You know, this is a, a team full of streamers and starts. Yeah, it, it's really just the two receivers is, is Crowder and Anderson. I wouldn't go further into Demarius Thomas or anything like no. that. Um, yeah, no running backs either. It's really, I, I do like, and I think you, you agreed with me as well. Crowder over Anderson this game. Agreed. Yep. Okay. And if you do need a Hail Mary, you know, if you are projected to lose by quite a bit, I think Robbie is a solid start. I He's think Crowder him. is much more safe, but I think Anderson has a higher ceiling in my humble yep. opinion. If you're, if you're in, so, okay. Hypothetical. Let's say you need to win this game to make playoffs. Would you go Anderson or would you go Crowder? I mean, it depends. If I'm projected to tie with my opponent, I would go with Crowder. If I'm projected to lose by 10, I'd go Anderson. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's how I would approach that. Um, Over to the Bengals side of the ball, my boy, Andy Dalton, the red-headed rocket. As much as I, yeah, I, I like him. I know he's not good. I just, I like the cut of his jib. Um, Yeah, this Bengals team, I'm actually pretty excited this week. Um, This Jets defense is not very good. The rushing defense is ranked first in the NFL, but you are starting Joe Mixon just because, you know, this Jets team, they are temperamental. You know, when they get down on themselves, you can run on them. You know, we've, we've seen it. But their passing defense is 19th best. So a little more middle of the pack. This is an angry big this is an angry Bengals team. They do not want to go winless. And I think <laughs> now that Dalton is in the picture, they're not going to win. Oh, I don't know. They're I don't know. Gonna, they're going to try hard though, which means it's good for fantasy, which means you you start mixing I do you would you start any receivers? I would start Tyler Boyd with confidence. Okay. We have seen Boyd put up great numbers with Andy Dalton, and that's a big reason why people were pretty high on Tyler Boyd going into the season. You know, especially with AJ Green being out, Auden Tate, you know, he is projected to play, but he's still getting over that rib injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Tyler Boyd this week. I think he's a high end wide receiver three. You know, he's going to get that 10 plus targets. Um, and he is a difference maker when he has the ball in his hands. Yeah. You saw last week he made two amazing catches in a row for 101 yards and touchdown. So he's got the ability. Yeah. Other than that though, you know, as much as I like Andy Dalton, I wouldn't stream him. I'm, I'm not man enough for that call. Uh, but re- yeah, really mixing. And we're not expecting a whole lot because this jets rushing defense is good. Um, but I think he's an RB three. I think you can flex him. 
you know, I can think of a, a worse flex in that, in that situation. He's going to get the work, and if the Bengals are able to make it near the end zone, you know, that's where Mixon thrives. Yeah, I would say don't expect much from Mixon, but you got to start him just in case. Just because I believe in dreams. Give me the Bengals. <laughs> you believe in miracles. What? Wait, wait, wait hang on. Did you yep. just say Bengals? Yep, I did. I don't think they're going to go winless this year. I think this is a game they make it happen. Hey, props to you. Yeah, I mean, you got you're down by two in the prediction game, so I guess you got to go big. Win go by home. Andy Dalton, lose by Andy Dalton. The Red wow. Rocket is here to stay. That's insane, Brendan. Wow. Um, Ooh, I, you know, honestly, I'm Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I was just about to compliment you, Brian, so I, I'll, I'll take it. I was going to say, I think you have a point uh, with what you're saying, um, oh, but there, I'm going to go to the Jets. I got to yeah. go safe. You I got to go the safe Crazy route. pick in the uh, – yeah. see, I was planning on making some bold picks just to be different from you, but you're yeah. doing it for me. So In this cold winter, I need to bring the heat, so uh, I'm really looking forward to rubbing this one in your face. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns taking on the oh, Pittsburgh man. Steelers. Helmet Bowl, take two. Oh, um, snap. Here's the good news. Already. Mason Rudolph is not in the game. He was replaced by Delvin Hodges, yeah. also known as Duck. Uh, it'll, I'm curious to see how this one turns out. You know, we have two pretty solid defenses, uh, starting with the Browns side of the ball. This is a ascending Browns team. They seem to have found what works for them. Baker seems more confident, and everyone's benefiting because of it. Mm-hmm. I would not stream Baker. You know, he had a really great game last week, uh, but that was against the Dolphins. So yeah. pretty Steelers defense yeah. is really good. Steelers <laughs> defense, 11th best in rushing, 8th best in passing. Yeah, I think this will be a low-scoring game. Uh, these mm-hmm. teams know each other very, very well. I do think this is going to be a, a pretty physical game. I think there's some bad blood between these two teams. Uh, so once again, with the Browns, Baker, you know, I would start him in a two-quarterback league, but mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't want him as my number one this week. Nick Chubb, you're starting. Uh, Jarvis Landry is on fire, so you're starting him. Start him yeah. Odo Beckham Jr., you're starting him mostly because you Absolutely. have to. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, is that anybody Kareem else Hunt. be tempted? Ninjoku, no thank you. Yes. Kareem Hunt, that's valid. You know, I'm, I'm with you there. I think he's a, a solid flex this week. You got to do it. You got to do it. It's, well, you don't got to do it. But you got to do it. I think you got to do it. We know that they're splitting time. Uh, Nick Chubb's getting probably what 70 30 percent of the snaps. So Kareem Hunt is uh is in the receiving game though. So I I'm actually really excited for him this week, like always. Yeah, and when you said the Steelers defense is good, they're, they're really good. good. They're really uh, really good. Yeah, rushing defense is right outside the top ten, and yeah. their passing defense is eighth That's best in the NFL. Ten. So they're no pushovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and over to the Steelers side of the ball. Juju did not practice. He is doubtful for this game. And this Browns defense is good. Honestly, even without yeah. Miles Garrett, you know, I think they're going to have a good opportunity. They are starting their backup to the backup to the backup. Honestly, I think we might be at that point. But Delvin yeah. Hodges, you know, he looked good last week, but I think they're really going to use Benny Snell this week. He is the backup to the backup running back. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, but he looked good last week, you know, and I do expect him to get a lot of work. Jalen Samuels was somebody people were excited. He was someone that people were excited for just because of his involvement. That went almost 95% to Benny Snell. 
he is this backfielder right now. Jalen Samuels has fallen out of favor. I'd be tempted to stream Benny Snell this week. You know, I think he is in the flex conversation. This is a really good O-line when it was Jalen Samuels, when he had his opportunity to have the full workload. He was serviceable. It worked, yeah. And I think Benny Snell is better than Jalen Samuels. I think Benny Snell is a RB3 with RB2 upside, if he can score. Yep. Yeah, I put him up there as well. And I think this will be a run-heavy game. You know, honestly, these teams, like I said, know each other really well. This is going to be a uh, high-temperature game as far as intensity and, Mm -hmm. I think, grit. So, yeah, Benny Snell, I'm interested. Me too. Oh, James Conner, man. It's just a fall from grace. Anyone else? Any Vance McDonald's? Or... No, no James Washington. I, no, not interested. Not no, I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game, uh, especially yep. on the Steelers' side of the ball. I agree. So I think they're just going to run it into the ground, and I think Snell's the guy. These two teams, God, give me the Browns. Browns. All right. Consensus. Next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, Starting with the double. Eagles, so many injuries, but it looks like at least one person will be back. Alshon Jeffries is back in practice, and he is expected to play this week. Uh, he was a late addition to the injury report last week. He's on the cusp, but hopefully he comes back this week, not just for fantasy's sake, but for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has been abysmal this year, uh, but if you really look at the tape recently, it's not fully his fault. You know, he doesn't have anybody to throw it to. So he's really looking forward to Alshon being back. Even against the Dolphins, I would not be tempted to start Carson Wentz. If he can help yeah. it, I would try to pivot away from him. I would rather have Tannehill than, than Carson Wentz this week. He's been having a terrible season. So. Yeah. Terrible um, season, terrible team, terrible if, offense, I should say. If Alshon Jeffrey does play, I'd be interested in starting Alshon Jeffrey. You know, he yeah. gets that guaranteed target load, um, and he's proven to be good with targets. You know, he's not uh, yards after the catch guy, but no, he can do a lot of damage, and he's when he's targeted, he's targeted a lot. So I do expect the Eagles to be able to move pretty easily on this Dolphins defense, and if they're in the red zone a lot, I think Jeffrey is going to be the guy. Uh, on that same token, I am high on Ertz this week. I think he can be the tight end too overall he and also be. goddard you know yep. i'm excited for goddard against this dolphins defense you know i mm-hmm. think he he has been good in the red zone in the red zone he has kind of been that guy for um carson once so goddard i have as a low end tight end one uh Ertz is a high end tight end one and mm-hmm. alshon jeffrey i think low end wide receiver two if he's healthy yeah yeah, yeah i you, agree with you you can't yeah. ask for a much better matchup Zach Ertz is questionable, but it sounds like he is going to play. It looks like the Eagles are optimistic about uh, Zach Ertz playing Sunday. So if he plays, absolutely could finish as a top three tight end this week. Because, again, it's against the Miami Dolphins, who are the 22nd best in passing defense. They've actually went up there. Their defense is doing better. (laughs) Well, in an area where it's not doing better is its rushing defense is 31st best also known as second worst rush running defense in the NFL. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and this is a pretty gross backfield. You know, Howard's been dealing with injuries. Miles Sanders has been a disappointment. Alshon Jeffrey has been a thorn in the side of fantasy owners. I think if, if Howard is healthy, I'd play Howard, uh, but it's not looking like he'll play this week. I'm tempted to start Miles Sanders. Oh, and I, I know, would. yeah, maybe I'm a little lower on him than other people, 
for me, I had to think about it a little bit. But yeah, against this Dolphins defense, you know, if he gets 10 to 15 touches, you know, I think he could get 60 yards and you're hoping for a touchdown. I think, I think he could put up some uh, better numbers than that if Jordan Howard doesn't play. Cause again, it's against the, what the 31st best rushing defense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's also involved in the receiving game as well. So I really, really like Miles Sanders this week. Yeah, I get you. I just, I haven't seen it yet from the young running back. You know, I he hasn't had a, a statement game yet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I just have a hard time trusting him. This could be the one, though. Yeah, it, it really easily could be. This is a terrible rushing defense, and honestly, he'd be a solid flex. I'd be, I'd be comfortable with that. So you know, I hope for his sake, this is his breakout game. Yeah. You know, every rookie needs that game, and hopefully, this is it for him. Yeah, I think so. Uh, these two teams, give me the Eagles. We didn't talk about the Dolphins yet, but that's all right. Uh, uh, Devontae Parker, done. Wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> start him. Just that's start him. It's but accurate. Good. Well, it, yeah, no one else. Devontae Parker is good enough to start against this tough Eagles defense, but that's it. Boom. Well said. I'm also taking the Eagles. Two for the Eagles. Next up, we have the Washington professional football franchise taking on the Carolina Panthers. Let's start with Washington. This is a bad team, and I don't really like anybody on this team. No, I thought I thought you were gonna pull a pull what we just did on the Dolphins. Start with the Redskins Uh, and done. Yeah, they're not they're not that bad. You could make an argument for Terry. Yes, no, you could make an argument and and guys. Yeah, you can. That's. That's why there's more to them than the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, Terry McLaurin is a great player. This Carolina Panthers defense is pretty... They're middle of the pack, um, but I'm trying to think Bradbury, the corner for the Panthers. He's a pretty good corner. But I think Scary Terry wins that duel. Um, I'm starting Scary Terry as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three this week. You know, I think they're going to need to uh, throw the ball more than they have been more than they want to. Not only the coach, Bill Callahan, he wants to run it old school style. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to have to. They're going to fall behind. Everybody knows Haskins is a terrible quarterback, but (laughs) he's going to have to sling it a little more than they'd like to. They've been wanting to use Geis and Peterson as much as possible. Uh, And the Carolina Panthers have a bad run defense. They're 27th best in the NFL. That is low. That is bottom five. Very low, yeah. Um, so you you can run against this Panthers defense. Yeah, guys, um, let you down last week, but I think that it could be a hopefully a comeback yeah, game. You feel him. gross about it, but he is more involved in the Maybe. passing game yeah. than e- than AP. So I mm-hmm. think Geis is a fine flex. Certainly don't feel good about it, but I, I think you can start him as a flex. Yep. Um, yeah, scary Terry, low end wide receiver two, high end wide Very receiver low, three. Yeah. I think his just talent beats out uh, Bradbury on the Panthers side of the ball. Uh, yeah, Haskins, any ball interest ball. in streaming? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even get through that sentence. Uh, no. no, 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 no. He's. I want to stream him as much as I want to stream Josh Rosen. Not I'm looking forward to seeing who Washington drafts to be their quarterback of the future. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they can trade for Josh Rosen. Oh gosh, he can just jump around and be the backup for every team. I think that would be pretty cool. Wasn't Haskins a first round pick this year? Haskins, I think, was a first round oh, pick. Yeah, gosh, yeah, he was. Stupid. He was because the Giants passed up Haskins. Jeez. And they got Daniel Jones instead, and then the Redskins were like, "This is amazing." 
we get the better quarterback. Yeah, probably not thinking that right now. You did. Yeah, you did. Uh, ugh, man, that's I want to be done with that team. Uh, next up, we have the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, this is a team that's a little bit better. Still some quarterback controversy, but in a much better position. Kyle Allen, you know, coming, he's had a couple stinkers this year, and he's had a couple wow games. Um, Washington is a get-right game. This is not a good football team. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be able to do what they want to. McCaffrey, don't even need to talk about him. DJ oh, Moore is coming off finish. of his best game of the season. Yeah. You know, he had his blow-up game, and I think he can do it again. You know, he's going to be uber-targeted, and he's uber-talented. So mm-hmm. DJ Moore, I think it's a top 20 option this week. Uh, Curtis Samuel is a question mark. You know, he's been great at getting touchdowns. That's been mostly where he gets his value this year. And I think there's a good chance he finds it against Washington. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think he's a low flex. You know, I I don't. I think they're going to utilize McCaffrey a lot. I don't expect this to be a shootout. I don't expect the Panthers to need to play catch up. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get up early and just run the clock down. And same thing. That's what Washington does as well. You know, they run more than any other team in the NFL because their head coach is a run centric coach. And he also wants the season to be done literally yeah. as quickly as possible. I, I, for some reason, I thought you were just going to say, cause he's an idiot. I mean, Didn't that is also true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I, I would not start Curtis Samuel. If you had to, he'd be a low on flex in yeah, my, it, in my opinion. It's one of those situations where I he's going to get less than 50 yards, but if he gets a touchdown, if you want to take the risk, if he gets a touchdown, you're happy. Kind of like tight ends. If he gets a touchdown, you're happy. If he doesn't get a touchdown, you're upset. So if you want to take that risk, I wouldn't recommend it. I think there's better players to flex this week. But that's, yeah, low That's end interesting. Flex. When you phrase it like that, he really is like a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> he really is that touchdown or bust yep. type player. Um, and something worth mentioning the Washington, their their rushing defense is 28th best in the NFL. So so really really poor. Um, but they're they're they've given up the 11th most. I'm trying to think of the right right way to say this. They're the 11th best passing defense in the NFL, which means they really haven't given up all that many uh, points through the air. Yeah. That's because nobody really needs to throw against them. You know, <laughs> no. that's kind of by default. They haven't given up many passing numbers because you haven't had to pass against them. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a little deceiving. Um, and that kind of feeds into why I'm fading Curtis Samuel this week. Yeah. McCaffrey, locked and loaded. DJ Moore, locked and loaded. Curtis Samuel, eh, if you have to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would be excited to play Greg Olson this week. Me too. You know, I think he has a, a good chance to, you know, get 40 in a touchdown, more so yeah. than Curtis Samuel. Yeah. he Greg Olson went from a... Uh, person that I didn't want to touch to a streaming option and now to a now I you want to touch him all the time. Team. Yeah, exactly. In a not weird way. Andrew wants to touch Greg Olson. In my That's starting lineup. So, yeah, I <laughs> I would feel comfortable keeping Greg Olson on my team. So, he just, I wish he can get more touchdowns, but I think this could be a good game for him. The highest praise you could give somebody. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also would like everybody on my team to get more touchdowns. Yes. That's just a blanket statement. Yes. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, Greg Olson's getting the yardage, but he he's only got two touchdowns this year, which both came from one game. But, you know, he's getting around 50 yards a game. Yeah, so. he's involved. Uh, yeah. I feel like we are both taking the Panthers. Yeah, no doubt. 
I'm more confident about the Panthers over the Skins than the uh, Eagles over the Dolphins. Just want to point that out. Okay. Rock on. (laughs) That's how bad it's going to (laughs) be. Next up, we have America's team, the Green Bay Packers, taking on the New York Giants. I'm excited for this Packers team. You know, they need a get-right game after they got humiliated last week against the 49ers. That was rough, and that was their first uh, Brian to prove loss of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ugh. Just I'm, I'm excited to get that game, the taste of it out of my mouth. As far as the Packers go, you can start Rodgers. This Giants yeah, defense is bad. He's gonna have a good game. Yeah, the rushing defense is 22nd best in the NFL. Passing defense is 27th best. So 22nd, 27th, they're bad. Any way you cut it. Rodgers are starting. Aaron Jones are starting. Devontae Adams are starting. Jimmy Graham, do you have any interest? No. <laughs> I got I got no interest in Jimmy Graham. He just hasn't excited me this entire season. There's nothing special about him. Yeah, well, that is the truth. Uh, he, I mean, in the last three out of the four games, he hasn't even put up six points, so... Yeah, as far as receiving uh, options for the Packers, behind Devontae Adams, it is just a gigantic cluster uh, of options, and none of them are very good. Whether it's Lazard, um, you know, MVS, Allison, I don't want any piece of that. That's been a nope. losing game all season. So you're starting Adams. He is a top-tier wide receiver, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to feature him against the Giants. This is that ticked-off Packers team that just got embarrassed. Jamal Williams, you know, he is the second fiddle in this backfield, uh, but a fiddle who looks pretty good Uh, when when given opportunities, he's been getting it done. And against this Giants team, I think he's going to get some opportunity. I think he could be a a sneaky flex, you know, in a desperate spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't dislike Jamal Williams this week. It sounds like you do. He is a flex. It's, it's just hard to to tell because he split time almost 50 50 with Aaron Jones last week. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know because I would flex him. I would flex him. Yeah, I think he's a low end flex. Uh, Very uh, low end. I'm not expecting huge things from him, uh, but I think that's because I'm expecting huge things from Aaron Jones this week. Mm. I think Aaron Jones is in line for a gigantic day. Um, so yeah, Jamal Williams, he's a backup. You know, if you're starting him, you accept those terms. And if mm-hmm. he can't do a lot with 10 to 12 touches, you're in trouble. So those aren't those aren't dice I'd be willing to roll. I don't like pay, playing backup players. Um, but this is a good matchup. So if you've got Williams and you're having trouble with your lineup, you know, he can have an opportunity. Yeah. Over to the Giants side of the ball. Fortunately, the Packers are not a very good team as well. Their defense has been looking good on paper, but when you watch them, they are not good. On paper, their rushing defense is 26th best in the NFL. Passing defense is 23rd. I just, as a Packer fan, defense has just been a thorn in our side for so long. I can't remember what it's like to have a good defense. It's Um, fun. That's all I'm saying. I bet. Daniel Jones, I think, might be a sneaky stream this week. Uh that's what I would have said if there weren't so many injuries for this Giants yeah. offense. Golden Tate is out. Evan Ingram is out. Rhett mm-hmm. Ellison, the backup tight end, is out. There's not a whole lot to work with here. You have Darius Slayton. 
Uh, Sterling Shepard is back, so I, that's exciting. Finally, oh, he was back last week though, and he put up fifteen yards. First game back, settle yeah. down. Um, but yeah, no, that's a lot of really good players to have out, and mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley's been pooping the bed. I um, think this could be a comeback game for Barkley. I oh, it, it should be. It good should lord. Be. Yeah, yeah. The Packers' rush defense is a nightmare. So if Barkley can't do it against the Packers, you're in trouble. And my condolences to your fantasy team. Uh, Barkley is a top ten running back this week, mm-hmm. and like I said, if he can't get it done this week, he is not the Barkley we thought he was. Oh, Sterling Shepard, I think, is a wide receiver three. I think he will be pretty heavily targeted. And this Packers yep. defense, they can't stop anything. So you if you're getting, yeah, That's if you're. <laughs> If you're heavily targeted this week uh, against the Packers, you're going to put up numbers, which I think is going to be a Sterling Shepard situation. Slayton, uh, you know, he's going to be less targeted. He's the two. I'm not as excited for him. He is a desperation flex to me. He's at Hail Mary. Yeah, and there there has been that connection, Slayton and Jones, but I would much rather roll the dice with Shepard than Slayton. Anybody else from these two teams that you feel is worth mentioning? Uh, no, no, there's, there's really not. It's a, it's a tough situation for the Giants because not only is Evan Ingram out, but Rhett Ellis in the backup tight end is also out. So they're playing their third string tight end, which makes me worried. But that's just a little fun fact in there. It doesn't affect your fantasy team, but I already said that. So yeah. Oh, you did. Everybody right. knew. There you go. These two teams give me the Packers. Go Pack. Go. I'm uh, <laughs> just to be different. I want to pick the Giants just because, you know, once the uh, Giants win, I can rub it in your face and then you'll probably tackle me to the ground. But, it would not take much. You are, no. I believe, just over 100 pounds. Someone say I'm barely athletic. <laughs> Everybody would say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's being generous. Oh, well, right. I think some people would say right. that he's not athletic. So. Yeah. That's accurate. There we go. Yep. So this is the first game I'm on Team Bryant. Let's go. Woo! Uh, yeah. feels better, I, doesn't it? Kind of feels dumb. good. It, it doesn't feel good to cheer for the Packers, so I'm going to say yeah. no. Oh. But I like being on your side, Brian. So. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. I needed that. Next up, we have the Buccaneers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm excited for this one. The Buccaneers, as bad as they are in real-life football, they are creating some real fantasy football options. Both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are in the top three for fantasy mm-hmm. wide receivers this season, which is absolutely crazy, but they're making it happen. You know, this is yeah. a pass happy offense and I love Bruce Arians. He's the head coach for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team and he really does sling the football. So this is kind of what I was hoping for. This is better than what I was hoping for. Honestly, when they signed him <laughs> now, I just hope they can get a real quarterback, but starting okay. with the Buccaneers, Jameis Winston, uh, I'm not tempted to start him. You know, he is seventh overall at quarterback uh, in fantasy football points this season. So he's been getting it done, but you certainly don't feel good starting him. He'll throw two to three interceptions a game, but he'll put up over 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. So if you need to stream, uh, I wouldn't be tempted to go this direction. But no, but honestly, I'd take him start. over like Daniel Jones and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm with you there. I would start Winston over Jones, uh, but I'd start him behind like Tannehill. Tannehill, yep, I agree. Um, you know, you're starting Godwin. You're starting Evans. Mm-hmm. This Jaguars defense 
their pass defense is 10th best in the NFL. So that's that's pretty darn good. Uh, but their rushing defense is 29th best. So you really can beat this team on the ground. And I think Ronald Jones is a sneaky start. Now, before oh, you get worked up, it's been it's been a rough either. season for Ronald Jones. You know, I really, you know, personally, I really wanted to see him get more involved. He's been way more productive this year than he was last year. He looks good with the ball, scored a touchdown last week, had a great week last week, and looked efficient. So hopefully Bruce Arians will give him more control of this backfield. And if he gets, you know, more opportunities against this Jaguars team, I think he can have a big week again. You know, I, I'm expecting 15 to 20 touches, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Wow, that was actually almost spot on to what I predicted. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's like you have the same brain. Oh, that's bad Except for both of us. <laughs> I hate him. That is bad. Um, yeah, you're not starting O.J. Howard. Just ignore that. So that's he's not yeah, even worth at looking this at. Point, yeah, you got to be done with him. Yeah, no, I think that sums up Cameron Bright. I'm not interested in, you know, this Jacksonville Jaguars team does have a good passing defense. So I'm avoiding Cameron Bright. Anybody else you think is worth mentioning on this Buccaneer side of the ball? Not at all. Not at all. Just those three, Godwin, Evans, and Jones. Rock on. Over to the Jaguar side of the ball. I am excited for some of these options. Nick Foles, I think, can have the best game of his season. This Buccaneers defense is awful through the air. They are oh, the yeah. second worst defense in the NFL against quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. They're just not good. They give up so many yards through the air. Nick Foles, I think, is set to have a huge day. And DJ Chark and D.D. Westbrook are going to be a big part of it. DJ yep. Chark is a top 10 wide receiver this week. Oh, Westbrook, I think, is going to be a top 25 and Nick Foles, I think, is going to be a top 10 QB this top week. 10. Yeah, I got almost the same thing, but D.D. Westbrook top 20 instead of 25. Yeah, and part of that is I think they're going to really struggle running the ball. Leonard Fournette was a focal point of the offense last week, um, but this Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're the second-best rushing defense in the NFL. So as bad as they are against the pass, that's how good they are against the run. So I do think they're going to be able to shut down Fournette. Spoiler, I think he has a bad day on the ground um mm-hmm. he'll be one of my nays of the week but in the way that fournette was the backbone of this team last week folds will be the backbone of the team this week they get it done through the air fade fournette that's how it happens all right yeah i agree with you there uh these two teams Ooh, i don't know i need to think I'm, about it you choose first oh, oh, well, i'm taking the buccaneers oh okay I i'm going the jaguars gonna be, it's not gonna be pretty <laughs> It's not going to be pretty, but I think the Buccaneers can can pull through. I'm going with Nick Foles and the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Super Bowl 52 MVP. <laughs> Never forget. Uh, I You got to bring that up every time, and it hurts. <laughs> it hurts worse every single time. It's hilarious. They beat Tom Brady and the, and the Patriots. Yeah. All right. Well, unfortunately for you, Bryant, I'm going the Buccaneers for this one. I'm talking um, about... I, I don't think it's going to be pretty either, but I think the Buccaneers are going to pull through. Yeah, Brendan, honestly, you don't need to feel bad for me. I mean, you're the one who's wrong, so I, if oh, anything, I feel bad for all you. All right. <laughs> hey, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see in the recap. Hey, we'll see in I'm the just going to get destroyed. I'm either going to win big this week or just get absolutely yeah. demolished. <laughs> it might be over for you. I'm having more fun, though. That's that's week. what counts. It I'm the back of the Yeah. 
Next up, we have the LA Rams coming off of a embarrassing loss against the Arizona Cardinals. Andrew, you're familiar with medical situations. Measles, diabetes. Yeah, all of those things. What's the cure for a bad game? A bad game? A good matchup the following week. No. From the Rams' standpoint, you just give up. I was not prepared for that. Uh, In my diagnosis, I would say a good solution for a bad game is to face a bad defense. Cardinals are a bad defense, and I think the Rams are going to just run roughshod over this Cardinals team. Todd Gurley, I think, is going to be a top five running back this week. Jared Goff, I think, looks competent. Uh, I would not start him because I am no longer a moron. However, I think he is good enough to get the ball moving, feed Todd Gurley, and Cooper Cup. I think there will be enough there for Cooper Cup as well. Cooper Cup will be a top 15 wide receiver. I don't think there's enough meat on the bone for Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks. No. One of those guys should have a decent game, but I'm not going to roll the dice. If Uh, I had to guess, gun to my head, I'd say Woods, but Gurley should rock the show. Cup should be heavily involved. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, it's not as pretty. No, it's those are the only two that I like. I like Gurley. I like uh, Cup. Uh, Gerald Everett is questionable with a knee injury. He's out. Uh, he was ruled yeah, out. He, yep. So I was just going to say it's looking worse and worse. So, yeah, it definitely did. He is out. Um, I, I think that this is going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. Well, I would agree with you. However, Kyler yeah. Murray is listed as questionable. He is yeah. suffering a knee injury, which the Cardinals are good. only relevant because of Kyler Murray yeah. single-handedly. And without Murray, this is a clear Rams victory. Not, yeah, if he's got an injured knee, he can't run. So Yeah, over to like, the yeah, Cardinals there. side of the ball. Uh, Kyler Murray, even if he starts, I would not be tempted to start him. Uh, the Rams are a really solid defense. You know, they're above average both against the pass and the run. Larry Fitzgerald, not interested. No. Kenyon Drake is the only person to be kind of tempted to start. And even yeah. that, I have low expectations, low-end RB2, high-end RB3. Desperation play right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, ugh, I think that sums it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. these, Christian these Kirk. teams, man, I tell you. I would not start still, Christian Kirk. Still no, yeah. I think he's going to line up against Ramsey. And I would take Ramsey yes. 10 times out of 10 not, yeah, in that matchup. Not a good matchup. Rams versus Cardinals. Give That's me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Next up, we have the Oakland Raiders against the Kansas City Chiefs for yeah. the division title. Hey, what's the cure for a bad week? A Just good give matchup. Up, right? Oh, Let's okay. go Raiders. I hate the Raiders. You can, I'll let you break down the Raiders. Um, well, it's pretty easy. Josh Jacobs. You start. Darren Waller, you start. And that is it. That is it. The Chiefs have a pretty solid passing defense, 14th best. Um, so I I would say Tyro Williams, I would sit this week, even though I know, really? I know I've been pretty high on Tyro Williams, but he's been kind of letting me down for the last couple weeks. Oh, um, buddy, I disagree, man. I think you need what? to fire him. You're going to have to catch up to the Chiefs. This Raiders team is an awful defense, and you're going against Mahomes. I mean, you're going to have to put up numbers. And as much as I love Waller, he is not a big play threat. 
uh, and Josh Jacobs is a running back. So it's, it's going to be all ground game for the Raiders this week. Oh my gosh! It's going to be all the. It's actually it's going to be a close game. The Raiders are going to stay in it. They're going to play mostly from the ground. I do not expect as opposed Tyrell from Williams. the air. Yeah, as opposed from from you know passing the ball. <laughs> they're not. I don't think they're going to need to play catch up because I think it's actually going to be close. Well, I disagree with you strongly. Um, however, I do agree with you. I really like Waller this week. I really like Josh Jacobs this week. And I think Tyrell Williams, I think he'll be a serviceable wide receiver three. Ah, he's actually one of my sits of the week. Well, sir, we yeah. beg to well, differ. I'll talk about him later. Over I'll to the Chiefs side of the ball. Um, the Raiders are a terrible defense. And the way to cure a bad week is to face a bad defense. <laughs> what? Um, Tyreek Hill, you know, he was out last week. Mm. He is projected to play this upcoming week. And if he plays for the Chiefs, he is playing from a fantasy team. If he's healthy, he should just absolutely shred this Oakland Raiders defense. Uh, I mean, just absolutely shred. Yeah. Call the cops because there's been a murder on the field. Uh, Mahomes, you're starting him. He is a superstar who looks not as super next to Lamar Jackson, but he is still on the Mount Rushmore of fantasy football quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Damian Williams was ruled out, which is unfortunate. So their running game will be primarily led through LaShawn McCoy. Which I don't like. I don't like any of the running backs this week. Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, no. Raiders actually have a decent rushing defense. They're yeah. terrible against the pass, 28th best, but they're the 14th best rushing defense. I think that they are the defense is talented enough to stop Shady and I'd have McCoy. I would start McCoy mm. as a yeah. RB3 slash flex. That's nah, desperation. Nah, nah, get out of here. <laughs> um, Sammy Watkins. Hear no. me out. <laughs> no, 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 don't get no, sucked back in He is only good every 12 weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he had a good week don't one. Do so it. obviously, week 13 obviously goes off. Um, oh gosh. If you need a Hail Mary, no. Sammy Watkins no. can be the cure. He's getting no. the targets. It's gross. I don't He's... like it. I no. feel icky. However, he's getting the targets. I think this will be a pretty high octane game. And because of the injuries to the running backs, I think they're going to need to throw. So I think no, Sammy no. Watkins is the perfect no. high variance boom oh bust flex play gosh. for this week. I'm going to spoil it for you. It's going to be a bust. There's a Watkins is not going to get your right. He's not going to get more than 50 yards. Kelsey, on the other hand, is going to be amazing. Yep, he should be but a rock star. Only going to be, I mean, that's no doubt a must start, but it's going to be only Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And Sammy Watkins. Not Sammy Watkins, <laughs> no. He's struggling with an illness, but he's like Andrew a drug. says he's going to play. Yep. But yep. no, no. If I he's healthy, I'd flex him. He is, he's a oh. Hail Mary play, Andrew. He is the definition of boom bust. I certainly see your point. I feel gross for mentioning it, but worth mentioning, this is a very generous passing defense. You can do worse. I just just can't believe it. These two teams, give me the Chiefs because I hate the Raiders. Give me the Raiders because... You suck and I hate you. 
Because you picked, you said Sammy Watkins is going to be good. I hate you so much. Give me the Raiders. If the Raiders win this, they're going to be first in the division. Let's go. (laughs) So as fun of a story that would be, I am 100% going to Chiefs for this game. Welcome to the realm of reason. Your car sucks. The Raiders suck. What? Where is Patrick Mahomes? Where is he ranked right now? Overall in fantasy points among quarterbacks this season. Well, I mean, he's been hurt, so I bet he's quarterback 15. Oh, he's 11. Kirk Cousins is doing better. Matt Ryan is doing better. Kirk Cousins has played every game. Yeah, Matt Ryan hasn't, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, my man. I'm Um, telling you, it's Mahomes has lost his mojo. Well, give me Mahomes over Carr any day of (laughs) the week. I love that Kermit-voiced quarterback. Yeah. Next up, we have the LA Chargers versus the Denver Broncos. This is a pretty good game every time these guys play each other. Mm -hmm. Um, It always seems like it's going to be a bloodbath, but the Broncos are scrappy. Starting with the Chargers, this is a team that is just in free fall. I don't know what to do with them. Phillip Rivers is crushing hearts, destroying dreams. This Broncos team is pretty solid in defense. Their rushing defense is 21st best. Passing defense is fifth best. So the way you beat this team is on the ground. Uh, For the Chargers, I think Melvin Gordon is going to do most of the damage. Gordon's a start. Eckler is a flex. Keenan Allen, you know, historically, he does not, he doesn't typically do all that much against Chris Harris and this Broncos defense. I think you have to start Keenan Allen, um, but I think you definitely lower your expectations. And I think you get more wide receiver three production this week than wide receiver two production. Uh, Hunter Henry locked and loaded. I think top five tight end this week. Ooh, all right. Yeah, no, I, I think with Keenan Allen being all jumbled up with Christopher Harris, I don't like Mike Williams. So I think that leaves Hunter Henry to be doing the damage. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Brandon Allen. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Phil Rivers. I'm out. I don't want any piece of that, especially against, especially against this Broncos defense. Anybody else on the Chargers you think is worth mentioning? No, and I think Mike Williams is questionable. Actually, it might be doubtful now. So definitely, I mean, as if you weren't, as if you weren't excited about Williams before, yeah. now you had an injury into the mix. Well, again, what's Boom. new with him? But yeah, no, I'm not interested in that at all. So no. So for the Broncos, they might be starting their rookie, Drew Locke this week against the chargers. It's a weird upgrade. Wow. I don't know if that's yeah. good or bad. Um, I don't know if Flacco is better than these guys. <laughs> so drew Locke is a bit of a mystery, but rookie quarterbacks this season have done shockingly well. Yeah. We've seen Gardner Minshew. We've seen Daniel Jones. Um, God, there's like eight others. I just can't remember them right now at the top of my head, but we've seen some production. So Drew Locke could be solid. Uh, I wouldn't stream him. And since Elway picked him, there's like a one in eight chance he's good. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, not excited about the quarterback situation. That's pretty gross. Sutton, you know, I, I'm i sitting him with confidence. What? Between the new quarterback or if it's not a new quarterback, he still has Brandon Allen throwing him in the ball. Yeah. But Casey Hayward for the Chargers is going to be the cornerback. 
and I expect him to give the shadow treatment to Sutton. I think Sutton is a fantastic player. I really like him season long, but this week I think he's going to struggle. This is a team that knows him pretty well, and I think Casey Hayward wins this matchup. Yeah, and Casey Hayward's amazing. He is on the fourth best passing defense in the NFL, Los Angeles Chargers, so I don't expect much out of the air, especially because of the rookie quarterback and all that. I do think that it's going to be a pretty good game, though, for, um, oh, geez, Philip Lindsay. I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> all I had was Royce Freeman, Freeman in my head, and I was like, that's not right. Yeah, the Rolls Philip Royce. Lindsay. Yeah, I, I feel like Philip Lindsay could have a decent game. He got yeah, the majority of the snaps over Freeman, I think 14 to 4 last week. So, yeah, I I like Lindsay a lot against the Chargers defense, rushing defense, which is the 20th best in the NFL. Yeah, I think this game is going to be a grinder. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of rushing. I think it's going to come down to Melvin Gordon and Eckler versus mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay uh, and Royce Freeman. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else worth mentioning. Noah Fant can get out of here. That's a no Noah for me. For me, Doug. Yeah. These two teams, this one's for you, Dad. Give me the Broncos. Broncos. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. I thought I was going to go different. I, I thought I was going to be like, oh, I'll mix it up again. I'll go Broncos. Nope, nope. Not so Broncos much. Well. Next up, we have the another, I'd say, tied. No. Uh, not tied. Second most no. interesting game of the week. Patriots taking on the Houston Texans starting with the Patriots Tom Brady is a shell of his fantasy football god former self not starting him Julian Edelman I will start outside of that this is a team of question marks I'm not excited about Sony Michelle this Houston Texan rush defense it's fine it's middle of the pack Sony Michelle is a middle of the pack running back if I had to start a running back from this team, it would be Sony Michelle. I would start him over James White in PPR and standard. But yeah, on this Patriots team, you know, they're going to win. You just don't know how. So yeah, I'm fading Tom Brady, fading the run game. I think it's going to come down to the defense, Yeah, uh, which I, has I been the case like, this entire season. I don't like Sony Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, man. Uh, yeah. Other than Edelman, you know, any interest in Henry, the the rookie receiver for the Patriots? Any interest in you know any of these options? No, I'm. It's really only Edelman. Is as crazy as it is. I think that, like you said, it's just going to be it's going to be like the Patriots the last couple of weeks when they played Dallas, when they played uh, Philadelphia. It's just going to be low scoring. They're going to just rely on their defense to hang on to that lead. Wow, that's. Kind of depressing. I was hoping we'd have more for the Patriots. No, it's Julian Edelman, and that's it. Oof. Well, that was shocking and sad. Over to the Texans' side of the ball. This is a really tough matchup. Uh, I guess actually about as hard as it gets. Um, You know, you're starting Watson. You you roll with who got you there. Um, Actually, here's a question for you. Ryan Tannehill or Deshaun Watson? Tannehill. Damn it. Yeah, I'm with you there. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a, as bad of a matchup as it gets for Watson, and we've seen him struggle this year in tough matchups. So, yeah, I have him high-end QB2, low-end QB1, definitely lower expectations for him. And a big reason for that is I think DeAndre Hopkins gets erased from this game. Yeah, This is going to be a really good matchup between Gilmore and Hopkins. 
unfortunately, I think that Gilmore wins this one. He's been an absolute monster this year. Yeah. Uh, as good as Hopkins is, and as much as I like him, and I do think he's going to get peppered with targets, I think Hopkins is going to get like 12 catches for 51 yards, uh, but Gilmore I think is going to win. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that Gilmore is going to get a complete shutout like he has the last three weeks against the uh, wide receivers yeah. he lines up against. Yeah, he's not getting a donut. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna win over D Hop. It's gonna be a really fun matchup to watch uh, Sunday night because it's, in my opinion, the the best. Actually, it, it shouldn't even be an opinion anymore. It's a fact. Stephon Gilmore is the best corner in the game uh, versus who I think is the most talented wide receiver in the NFL right now. I'm not saying best because that belongs to Michael Thomas's season, but versus the most talented. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. Wolf Fuller is an interesting boom bust. I do think there's an opportunity here with the defense focusing on DeAndre Hopkins, and mm-hmm. Fuller has really excelled this year when the attention has been on Hopkins. So, yeah. you know, I would start Fuller as a flex. You know, we've seen what he's capable of. He showed up in a big way in his return from injury last week with over 100 yards. I'd start Fuller. Yep, I agree with you there. I kind of wish it was Kenny Stills, but that's all right. <laughs> Yep, yep. Um, okay. Yeah, Carlos well, Hyde, no thank you. Duke Johnson, no thank you. James, uh, Jameson Crowder or Will Fuller? Jameson Crowder. Okay, yep. just making sure. I think it's more safe. Yep. Uh, yeah, these two teams, give me the Patriots. Yeah, you can't pick the Patriots. You're uh, crazy not to. Bill O'Brien used to work for Bill Belichick, and in this case, the master is still the master. The Padawan is still the Padawan. Yeah. Bill Belichick, Emperor Palpatine keeps the crown. Yep. Next up we I have really I think I think this might be Oh, second this is the game. second most exciting game best, of yeah. the week. Minnesota Vikings taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Starting with the Vikings side of the ball. Adam Thielen is still questionable <laughs> with his hamstring injury. Uh, if he comes back, you know, you have to start him. Uh, you know, he is an elite wide receiver, but yeah. I'd be afraid of getting goosed again. Come out for a couple plays and come out for the rest of the game. So, you know, would you Darn. roll those dice? I know I would. I, if, yeah, if Thielen plays, you got to roll the dice. Because, I mean, if you look at that last time, like you were talking about where he, you know, re-injured himself, he scored a touchdown on that play. That's how talented he is. So, yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm, oh, I guess that's when he first got the injury. Yeah. No, I'm still going. I'm still going. Adam Thielen. Uh, if he plays, he's starting. But it's not looking like he will play because uh, he did re. Uh, he didn't re-injure, but he aggravated it. So yeah, it's kind of a setback. You're falling but apart. I'm falling apart. I just because I'm so sad. I'm sad that, that I need. I'm nervous about this game. I want Thielen to play, but I also don't want him to get hurt. There's a lot of mixed emotions there. But if Thielen plays, you start him. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, and I would do the exact same thing. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a start. The Seattle mm-hmm. Seahawks defense is beatable, uh, as in third worst in the NFL. That's a generous matchup. Kyle Rudolph is on a hot streak, and as we get towards December, that is the month of Rudolph. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. I'd be tempted to start Kyle Rudolph. I think he's a back-end tight end one this week. Me too. Start him again. Why not? Start him up. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about Kirk Cousins. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would start him. I wouldn't feel that confident starting him. Um, I don't think he's gonna. You know, I think he could finish top fifteen. I don't think he's gonna finish top ten though. I would say around twelve overall this week. Thank you for your hard hitting analysis. Yeah. yeah, he's a better real life quarterback than he is a fantasy football yeah, quarterback. Exactly. And I do fully expect this Vikings team to lean on Dalvin Cook again this week. Dalvin yeah, Cook is locked and loaded, running back one. And I think that sums up the Vikings. Over mm-hmm. to the Seahawks side of the ball. Wilson is a stud. You're starting him. This Vikings rush defense is good, but their passing defense is beatable. Xavier Rhodes used to be, his nickname used to be Rhodes Closed. Lately, the roads have been very much open. And I think Tyler Lockett has a great game. I think DK Metcalf has a great game. Luke Hollister, great game. Jacob Hollister? Jacob. Oh, I'm getting Luke Wilson mixed up with him. Jacob Hollister, I think, has a great game. I think really all these Seahawks options are going to play really well. And that extends to Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, Metcalf, I think, will be a top 20 wide receiver. Lockett stays in the top 10. Hollister, I think, is going to be a back end, tight end one. Chris Carson, this is a tough matchup for him. You know, his Vikings defense is good against the run, but he's a slippery snake. As long as he doesn't fumble, I think he can be a fine RB2. Yeah, that's the thing. It They were, you could tell the Seahawks were definitely annoyed with Carson fumbling the ball Which last they should week. Be. They, yeah, they should be. I mean, this is got to be like fumble number it's got to be getting close to the double digits and fumbles yes this this year it's it's terrible it's actually only four just looked it up but um i i don't know i feel like they might try to split shares with penny and carson this and i just don't think it's going to go well i i'm definitely fading on carson this week and penny i think they're just gonna eat into each other's points and it's just not gonna go well yeah, I'm not going to start Penny. I would start Carson. Uh, and I think this is going to be a barn burner. You know, this would be my bet for highest scoring game of the week. Ooh, I'm stoked. This is going to be a good one in a Monday night game to boot. These two teams give me the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, the former Badger. Yeah, uh, give me the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, the former Michigan State Spartan. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brendan, <laughs> tell me how much you like the Vikings. Uh, I love the Vikings, but Brendan. I can't pick them this week. Brendan, what would Lizzo do? What? What would Lizzo do? What would Lizzo do? A new she man in the, the Vikings. Vikings. And I am going the to Seahawks. That's oh, another reason geez. why I would pick the Seahawks, because it, it does, really whatever yeah, Lizzo like says it, to do, I will do the opposite. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Really I, I, I really – want the vikings to win this game but i just i don't see it i think the seahawks are going to come out on top well brendan that makes you really smart because either way you win if the vikings lose you picked it right if the vikings win hey they beat the seahawks wow we disagreed on a lot this week it's gonna be great it will be great i'm excited for that uh that wraps up our week 13 preview of the games. Mm-hmm. We can get into our yays and nays of the week. Let's do it. We have each prepared three yays, three nays. I'll start with my first yay of the week, Darren Waller versus Kansas City. He's been a fine tight end. Started out pretty good, caught fire, cooled off lately, but that's been because Hunter Renfro has been 
vulturing targets from Waller in this offense. He's been a vampiric influence uh, on Darren Waller. With friend, with Renfro being out from his rib injury, you know, I think Waller is going to get back to what we were wanting him to be. I think he does go back to that tier one of tight ends. Kansas City's below average versus the tight end. I expect Carr to target all reliable versus KC in this must-win game. Go. Give me Darren Get Waller. That w. Get that W. Uh, my first yay is Sam Darnold versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so for the last three games, Darnold scored over 21 fantasy points. That is very good. He found the end zone nine times. Uh, he's going up against the Bengals' defense, who give up almost 22 uh, fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. So, you know, you do the math, you find the average, he's going to get around 21, 22 points this game. Give me Sam Darn. Andy Dutton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I yeah. swear, don't you dare say Sammy Watkins. Ooh, tempting. Uh, DK Metcalf versus okay. Minnesota. Minnesota sounds like a scary matchup, but they are anything but. They are giving up major plays to wide receivers this season. Metcalf is a big play guy, and Wilson should be running around scrambling quite a bit because of this defensive line for the Vikings. DK has had bad drops, but he keeps getting opportunities. I think he catches more than he drops this week. DK Metcalf will be a top 20 wide receiver. There you go. I don't think he's going to have too bad of a game. I do think Lockett's going to be a lot better because he's going up against Xavier Rhodes because somehow we still think Xavier Rhodes is the best corner. Well, and Lockett's the better player, so I would expect yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, my next DA is Jonathan Williams versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, he's not going to do enough to win the game. Just want to point that out. Uh, but the Titans have allowed, I think, five rushing touchdowns, the fifth most fantasy points to running backs this season. Um, I think he's a solid flex flex option. He's getting the snaps. He's getting the yards. I think uh, he's going to have a good week. Here's a player. I'm not going to tell you who it is right away. I'm going to list oh, off his last yes. four games Okay. by points. Okay. Three points. I'm ready. 27 yeah. points. Mm. Three points. 34 yeah. points. That is Aaron Jones, the running back for the Green Bay Packers. Really got me Green there. Bean Casserole himself. This week he faces the New York Giants. This guy is a human yo-yo. He had three points last week, so this week he's obviously going to get more than 30. Just kidding, but he has number one overall upside and in a great matchup against the Giants, he should be the workhorse for this Packers team. The Packers are embarrassed, and I expect I expect I expect them to run hard and just try to crush these Giants in the way they can by running the ball with Aaron Jones. There you go. Uh, my final yay of the week is Miles Sanders versus the Miami Dolphins. So, like I said before, this is going to be the breakout game for Miles Sanders. Uh, he is going up against the Dolphins, so that's a you know very very easy matchup. With Jordan Howard out, uh, I think that Miles Sanders will get, I mean, he's got the opportunity. He's going to get so many touches. He's involved in the passing game. I think that this could be the first game he's going to get over 100 yards rushing. I dig it. And moving into the nays, my first nay of the week is DeAndre Hopkins versus New England. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore. I don't think I need to say much else. He has been erasing wide receiver ones this entire season. 
I don't think he gets a complete shutout, but I think he limits DeAndre Hopkins to 50-ish yards, which is a major nay for me. That's going to be rough. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins can overcome the Gilmore experience. I am fading D-Hop. All right. My first nay of the week is your favorite player, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, He's been doing well. He's been doing well. He scored uh, 18 plus fantasy points in the last three out of his four games, but they're playing Baltimore in Baltimore. It's not a good matchup at all. Uh, I think the Ravens have averaged 13 or fewer fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, Just a, just a terrible matchup. The Ravens are going to be so good. So if he was as good at football as he is handsome, he would just be undefeated. You really like Jimmy G. (laughs) it's it's i don't know he is shockingly handsome i will just i'll say that much (laughs) uh my next nay of the week is Cortland sutton versus the chargers casey hayward is an excellent corner and you know whether it be allen or drew lock i don't think they're going to be able to overcome this matchup they have to go Mm -hmm. up against a defense that is top five against wide receivers that's a pretty big handicap. I love Sutton's talent, but I don't think his quarterback situation can overcome the defensive coverage. Cortland Sutton is a sit for week 13. There you go. Uh, my second nay of the week is Carlos Hyde versus the Patriots. Um, Hyde's been the main guy for, for Houston, but they're going up against the one of the best rushing defenses in the league. I wanted to say the best, but for some reason the Jets have the best rushing defense, which is really surprising. Um, but no defense in the league has allowed fewer touchdowns than the to running backs than the New England Patriots. I think they've only allowed one, which is just insane. We're in like week 13 here. Uh, so I don't have a lot of faith in Hyde this week. I would bench him. I get where you're coming from. My final nay of the week is Leonard Fournette versus Tampa Bay. This will be a hot take. Fournette had an incredible game last week, and a lot of people were elated because of it. But I believe in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. This team doesn't have a whole lot to be proud of right now, other than its two star wide receivers and its rush defense. Last week, Fournette was the focal point. This week, I expect it to be the Foles show doing the damage. Tampa Bay is the second worst matchup in the NFL versus running backs. Tampa Bay shut down Christian McCaffrey twice. Yeah. Leonard Fournette is no Christian McCaffrey. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Don't give me Leonard Fournette. All right. My final nay of the week, as much as it kills me to say this, is Tyrell Williams. It hurts really bad, but he couldn't do it last week against the New York Jets. Uh, I thought that was a lot easier matchup. Now they're playing the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs secondary is pretty well, uh, pretty good. Uh, their defense is allowed <laughs> pretty. They're, they're pretty well. Uh, their defense has allowed just three touchdowns at the second fewest fantasy points to receivers that line out wide, which is where Tyrell Williams lines out. That's a little fun fact there for you. Um, I had fun. I think Tyrell Williams runs seventy-two percent of his routes out wide, so uh, not a good matchup there against the Kansas City Chiefs. I dig it. And with that addition to the nays, that brings us to the end of our podcast. 
Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to our Week 13 preview episode. Uh, we really appreciate you listening, and if you could please do us a favor, on whatever platform you are listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and give us a rating. That goes a really long way in spreading the message of Barely Athletic. Thank you all so much for listening. Good luck in Week 13, and we look forward to recapping the games with you next week. Have a good one.